Does it feel like the only way to sell is to do weird, sometimes creepy things that kind of put people off? Yeah, I've been there, which is exactly why I created Stay Close to the Money, a free resource that offers you 37 stupid easy ways to grow your revenue without being salesy, sleazy, or questionably moral. This free guide is available on my website and in the links in the show notes. So make sure you go download it so that you can start making more money today. Hello, and welcome back to Strategy Snacks. I'm Frenchie Frenzy, and today we are joined by personality expert and quiz creator, Linda Sadu. Linda, I'm so glad you're here. So excited for our conversation, and I'd love for you to just introduce yourself to everyone. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Yes, I am a personality expert and quiz creator. I originally deemed the personality expert title when I was in pharmaceutical sales 15 years ago. And I was certified in DISC and learned how to people read my doctors. Uh, I did <laughs> this because I was really nervous, actually. I was like, these doctors know way more than I do. Um, it's probably best I understand who they are as a person and I show up in a way that feels good to them so we can communicate about the products I have so we can help the, the patients that they have. And it really worked out. And I ended up being top 10 in sales like 10 plus years. and. When I retired in pharmaceutical sales, I stayed at home with my son for a little bit, and then I launched my own business in email marketing. And that's when I thought it made sense to do a personality quiz based mm -hmm. on my training. And honest to God, I followed the breadcrumbs and realized I hit it out of the park with creating personality quizzes. I feel very confident in this. And so now I'm known for not only personality expert, but a quiz creator in the online space. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. Aside from all of that, which is already huge success, like what is one of the business wins that you're most proud of? So the one thing that comes to mind, I was really excited when I got featured in Forbes. Mm -hmm. That was a big deal to me. I remember it all happened really fast. I had an opportunity to submit some topics and I was, I found out I was like one of two people that was potentially going to get the feature. And then by that afternoon, I found out it, like it was, I was featured in forms, but I will tell you, I was hesitant to put the pitch forward because I started to second guess myself and have some imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that if you ever feel that imposter syndrome or second guessing yourself, those are the moments to push forward. At mm -hmm. least for me, I realized like, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And I submitted it. And sure enough, I got it. And I will tell you that some of the people that I thought would have had a better chance didn't submit it at all. And so mm -hmm. the Forbes article, it came out, all this happened within three weeks. I had the opportunity, oh, wow. I pitched them, it got accepted, I had to write it. And then it was featured in three weeks. And I remember just being shaky and excited and nervous and all the things. And it was really a true pinch me moment mm -hmm. that I did something pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Really cool. And also... I don't know how much Forbes has written about quizzes, but I imagine it's not so much. And I know that the article wasn't just about that, but the fact that something that you saw work so well, that you're so passionate about got featured in a way that it got featured is also really important, but like you and your role. It's an interesting 
that you brought that up because Forbes doesn't usually share anything about quizzes. They're not super niche. niche. So yeah. the topic I actually chose was about my failed partnership. Ooh, which goes into our business lessons too. hundred <laughs> percent. So I had to feature that because I talked about, it was really a, right around 2020. And yeah. so I think it was a relatable topic because there was probably a lot of partnerships and businesses that were failing. So I actually chose that one and that was the title and the topic that they wanted to hear more about. Yeah. And so it was really interesting. So I went in to talk about like the partnership failing and what I did to relaunch my business and actually get it to six figures in six months. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. So talk to me a little bit more about one of your biggest business lessons. It sounds like you just alluded to it a little bit, but yes, share with us what you would have been some of the harder parts that have led to big lessons that you keep with you and carry with you. Yeah, I think the biggest lesson I learned is not to go into a partnership. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I realized that as I was doing my research for the Forbes article, 70% of partnerships fail. And again, this goes back to having imposter syndrome. The reason why I didn't launch my business by myself was I wasn't sure if I had it in me to do that. I -hmm. wanted to go in with a friend and we could do it together. And it was really hard because she wanted to do certain things. I wanted to do certain things. I always had to, does this sound okay? I felt like it was like walking around. What do they say? Like walking on glass, not sure. Sound Okay. Is this not? And then she really was the one that broke up with me. I'm very loyal. So I would have drug us along for forever. But really it was the best blessing when she just realized, Hey, this isn't for me. I think we Mm -hmm. need to end this. And I was devastated because I know what goes into launching a business. And so do you. Yeah. And so I was like, it's done. The website was gone. The Facebook was gone. The Instagram was gone. My email list was done. All that hard work gone overnight. And that was really hard, but it was a huge lesson learned. And it was also a beautiful thing that could happen because once we let that partnership go, that's when things really propelled for my business. And I decided to relaunch and do my own thing and really niche down into quizzes, not just email marketing. I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's really interesting. I, on a recent episode, I was talking to Allie Leipzig and she has a co-founder in Soul Camp. And one of my questions to her on the episode was about like, if they ever did co-founder therapy, because this is a thing, right? A lot of co-founders will hire coaches to help them with their communications. And they, she said at a certain point in time, they were at a turning point in their business and they did have to get kind of communication support to smooth out their roles and their responsibilities and all those things, because it is really tough to make those relationships work. And often, even with all that support, they might not in their case, thankfully it does. But I think it's really interesting that there's like even a niche of like co-founder, you know, like coaching. I don't deny it. Obviously I'm a personality expert and I realized that my partner at the time, she was opposite of me. That's what mm-hmm. made, uh, originally made us work so well together, but that was ultimately what brought us apart Interesting. because she does things differently. We communicate differently. And unless I was always putting that in the top of my mind to think about her, sometimes you just don't want to deal with that as yeah. a business owner. Like I don't always want to work ahead to make sure I give her this and enough time to put together. It is a very hard thing to do. However, partnerships can work very well when you do know each other's communication styles and each other's partners too, if you both put effort into it. 
it can mm-hmm. be really successful too, especially for team environments. I can see that big time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. All right. Now to the big question, what is one strategy snack that you would like to share with our listeners? I love creating personality quizzes as lead magnets. So obviously that is my favorite strategy snack. And the reason why I think it's so brilliant is because when you can meet your client where they're at, engage with them right off the bat, ask them questions, they are actually trusting you and already answering questions and giving you information about them. That builds trust really quickly. But not only that, you can really get some really good information about who your ideal clients are. The very first question in my quiz is, what do you identify with? Are you a coach, course creator, copywriter, something other, service provider? And when I answered, I had that question, 50% of the people who are taking my quiz said that they were actually coaches. So for me, this really helps me understand, okay, what can I do with this information? That means I need to show up in audiences that have coaches. So it determines mm-hmm. who, what podcasts I pitch. So now I'm looking to be in front of audiences and utilize that borrowed audience to attract the warm leads, right? And I want to get in front of coaches and course creators because number two at 25% was course creators. So this could really be helpful for your business. But not only that, when you're looking at it at a client's standpoint, you're, you're asking them questions. You're helping them be seen for who they are with the result that they get. You can communicate with them on another level. For my dominant entrepreneurs, the people who are fast action takers, task-oriented people, sending out a nine-word email really resonates with them because they're Mm -hmm. the dominant people. They're ready to go. You could literally send an email and say, I have a spot that opened up in March for quiz. Do you want it? I actually did this last year and I had 22 people respond back. And I got on a couple of discovery calls and I filled that spot. And I only sent that email to those dominant entrepreneurs because I knew that's how they communicate. Quizzes can segment your list. Personality quizzes segment your list based on people's personality. And that helps you understand their buying, the way they buy. But it also, as an entrepreneur, you can use this information to communicate with them in a way that feels good to them. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. All right. So quizzes. I've done a lot of quizzes, but I used to be really into BuzzFeed quizzes, which was like, what kind of pasta are you? (laughs) Like that, which are very different than what you're talking about, but they're like silly and fun. But I think it's such a smart way to build your audience, get people into your ecosystem, understand your audience better. So you're really speaking to your people and to your point, getting in front of your people. So That is awesome. So tell us, where can people find you? Where can people find out more about quizzes and all that good stuff? Absolutely. So you can find me. It's best to be on my email list. That's where I show up on the reg and (laughs) (laughs) where I really try to engage. And I have some fun stuff this year planned out for people in my community. And you can even take my quiz. It's lindasadu.com backslash quiz to cash. I'm sure you'll also, yeah, we'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. And you can take the quiz and you can see what your experience is like, see what kind of questions I have there. You can also see what result you get, see if it resonates, but my email list is definitely where I communicate with most. And then I also have a Facebook group 
quiz creators. You were actually okay. in there last I am in the, yeah, yeah you was. <laughs> really good discussion. That's where I spend, that's my alternate platform where I show up. I do a lot of collaborations in there. I do some fun challenges. I offer prizes, all sorts of fun things. And that's my second place. So yeah, definitely find cool. me in two ways. Amazing. We'll link both of those down in the show notes. And thank you so much for joining us. I know everyone is going to love hearing from you. And I'm just so grateful for your time and your company on Strategy Snacks. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Have a good one. Bye.